Well, and it's accessible to all fitness yeah. levels. Mm -hmm. So you'll have like a young athlete working out with a 70 year old man who has mm -hmm. knee replacement and they're doing the same workout. The coaches are there to provide the kind of coaching mm -hmm. to make the workout adaptable the to each the, of them. The F, put the F in the 45. Yeah. <laughs> and yet they can be friends and mentor each other. And that's how this community builds. They're doing the same workout, but they have, you know, they're very different. And then we're totally results driven. <laughs> For the Marin Council of Chambers, I'm Stephanie Plant, and this is We Are One Marin. You just heard from one of the owners of F45 Training in San Rafael, who is no stranger to community. Together with his husband, not only are they building community here in Marin, they had to build it after a move from the East Coast, after two dramatic career changes, and perhaps most notably, after years of struggle to join the community of married couples. We will talk about it all and laugh too as Kalina and I work out how Marin works. Kyle does a really good job of introducing both of us. Okay. Uh, and then um, I can kind of talk about myself. So Mike's yeah. going to introduce Kyle, who's going to introduce you both. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got it. I'm Kyle Macbeth. <laughs> um, That's a big last name, by the way. Oh, I had to read all the parts of it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody got to switch characters every day. I was King Macbeth. Right. And I wanted to be Lady Macbeth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love now it. I'm well, Lady you, could, you could be Lady Macbeth. Family in Western New York, grew up in the Western New York area with my parents and brother and sister, was uh, an athlete at a young age, got into gymnastics, uh, did that as in like club sport, United States Gymnastics Federation for a long time as a kid and then into high school and then as a, a scholarship athlete in college, uh, went to Pittsburgh College and then Boston, Harvard for graduate school, had a long career in cancer drug development in the pharmaceutical industry. With like letters after your name, if I'm, oh, and before. Uh, yeah, Dr. Kyle Macbeth. Yes, yes. you left that out. Dr. Lady Kyle Dr. Macbeth. Dr. Lady Kyle Macbeth. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get twisted. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, my degree in uh, molecular genetics and applied that to cancer drug development. Um, super rewarding career, bringing drugs to patients with bone marrow disorders and um, cancers. Michael and I met in Boston when I was in graduate school and kind of parallel circles of friends and suddenly circles got closer and we wanted to be closer. And uh, <laughs> I think it was 2001 that we kind of kicked off our relationship. So we've been together for 22-ish years now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got married nine years ago. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's going strong. I mean, there's so much more we could talk about about our lives together, but that's kind of maybe my basics. And I, I brought up the gymnastics just to connect fitness and F45 training to um, my history. Your arms make you look like I can, I can recognize the gymnast in the arms. Absolutely. And I, I'm, I'm not like, sorry, that's, there's, I'm not harassing you. No, no, no. It's good. I get it. Uh, okay, so Mike. Your career also didn't begin in the fitness industry, is that correct? No, it didn't. I graduated high school and then, like a lot of gay kids in the 80s, <laughs> ran away from home. Mm -hmm. Ran away uh, from yeah, home, but, really? but I was, I mean, I was 18, so it was kind of allowed, but, but I, you know, didn't want to go off to college and went off and spent a year in the service industry. Mm. Um, and uh, after a year there, and I thought, oh, I think I want to do something else. I uh, went to Provincetown, Massachusetts, and um, spent a summer there making some money and uh, put myself through hairdressing school. And uh, went to hairdressing school and then went to Newbury Street in Boston, and I went for further training as an assistant. 
Um, We've learned a little bit from some of our previous guests about all of the apprenticeship yeah, that yeah. is required. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, eventually, you know, started doing hair in uh, in Boston on Newbury Street and did, you know, did it for, I think, about 18 years. Wow. Um, eventually, I started doing into color. At, at some point, I was, like, managing a salon or at some point two salons and mm-hmm. was, um uh, working for different color companies and stuff. Again, met Kyle in 2001, and we weren't allowed to get married then. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were kind of a big part of that movement. Then until all of a sudden we were allowed to, and then we were like, oh, this is not for us. <laughs> <laughs> no. I want it because yeah. I can't have it. Yeah. Now I can't have it, and it doesn't sound so yeah. good. And we were like, oh, we don't really need to be married. So were mm-hmm. you married in Massachusetts or in California? We were not. No, we came out here. Before, mm. Because yeah. it was legal in Massachusetts also, if it was, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was, it, that is where it started. It was yes. 2003 uh, when the Goodridge decision came down. And um, yeah, and it was, it was really great to be a part of that. I um, bet. But yeah. But then we moved to um, San Francisco in 2007. We moved for Kyle's job. Oh, yeah, I forgot that part. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> How'd we get from yeah. Boston to San Francisco? That's a lot of ships. <laughs> yeah. We were really ready for a change to get out of Boston and then moved to San Francisco, and, you know, I continued to do hair there. Then right around then, too, I started getting into CrossFit and started coaching for CrossFit, and CrossFit had just come out, and so I had a real passion for that. You said that was 07? Yeah, 07 is when we moved out here, yeah. I'm a little bit of a novice when it comes to CrossFit. Can you explain how F45 is different? Yeah, so I really, I kind of believe that um, F45 has evolved from a lot of the group fitness, but I think CrossFit is one of them because it started really taking in the idea of using functional movements. F for functional, yes, Yes, I did read that. Yeah, yeah. Which is really important, right? I mean, we want hip mobility and ankle flexion and and to be able to get, get off the floor and grab something off a shelf and walk upstairs. What do they say about getting hurt? Certain percentage of accidents happen. At home, home yeah. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. As we get older, those are the things Sneezing. that we need to be able to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's what I have to look forward to. <laughs> so F45 sort of had its foundation, perhaps, in, in the CrossFit yeah, movement. Yeah, I think so. I think also Orange Theory. Probably in the last 15 years, that boutique fitness has started to kind of take a hold of, of the fitness industry mm-hmm. a little bit more because it gave some structure um, and I think they were grabbing from things that they have seen that have worked throughout the years and putting them together, which is what I think it makes it kind of unique. So you went from years and years and years of listening to people talk to you yes, yes <laughs> as yes. a hair stylist, yeah, colorist, yeah. to being the one who has to talk as an instructor. I did a lot of talking as a hair stylist. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you must, you must not have had me as a client. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm always sure leave room for the, in for the stylist to talk. <laughs> yeah. uh, so do you both teach classes actively now? We do, we do, yeah. We both got certified when, when we decided to make this decision. Um, obviously, I'd coached gymnastics, he'd coached CrossFit, but we wanted to get personal training uh, certifications. So we did that. And um, when we opened the gym two years ago now, um, we were doing a lot of the classes, uh, if not most. Less so now because, you know, we, we're 
have an amazing team of trainers and we need to run the business. And we're opening a second location. We'll have to say oh, about that. Wow. But yes, we're still doing it. Um, not as many, but that brings us so much joy, right? Is just interacting with the clients and seeing them improve. And um, it's just the right being able to like directly connect with a person. When you build community, right? I mean, that's why people come. Yeah. Maybe you can talk a little bit about how you build that community in the fitness industry. One person at a time. Yeah. And they and tell a friend. They're and a they... wonderful person, and they tell wonderful people, and it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, and how, how are you finding San Rafael for, for your business? We've met so many incredible people, and that's been, like, the best part of it. Mm. It really is, and I don't have to do their hair. <laughs> I, just have to really, I just go and do, like, the real He just has part. to vacuum it up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> because that is true when you own a business, right? You do all the jobs. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, Take out the trash, yeah. everything. I, I feel like I'm saying that a lot lately. Yeah. the floors. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to remember, we opened, um, we opened during... COVID. Mm -hmm. I did hear you say two years ago. So, was, so. The, the construction was pushed out because that was when mm -hmm. things were shut down. And then when we opened, gyms weren't allowed to Be open. have people inside. So we right. made it work in a parking lot. And so <clears throat> with respect mm -hmm. to building a community one person at a time, it was at a time when just like what is happening in the world and I can't go out of my house or to a gym. And then all of a sudden we had this little mm. thing going on in a parking lot. And so people were so grateful. Mm -hmm. And so you probably have um, some clients for life now because of that. We still have many Absolutely. of those people. Yeah. And it's a pretty special bond because we like suffered through it in a unique way together. Right. <laughs> well, and I mean, as you just said, there were so few places where we could gather. Right. And, and feel safe. Yep. That's a really wonderful beginning. So uh, let's just talk about it right now. Where's the expansion going to be? Oh, Nevada. Hey! Oh, two in Marin. Yeah. That's wonderful. And you, you two don't live in Marin, I don't think, do you? Close. Close. Yes, no. a little, we a little north. We live in Santa Rosa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not, so that'll be number three. Yeah. There's a bunch up there already. Oh, okay. And uh, we like our Marin people. So what? that yeah. market is saturated. Yeah. <laughs> That's great, though, that you're a second location in Nevada. When do you anticipate? I won't hold you to the date, but when do you anticipate <laughs> perhaps you'll open? We're looking at around April. Oh, yeah. 2023. Yeah. 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 we got to build it. Yeah. yeah. But we signed yeah. the lease, so it's all real. Oh, wow. congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Vintage Oaks. Oh, good. Yeah. That's wonderful. One of our... Actually, the most popular episode to date is the only episode that we've done where we interviewed a married couple. Mm. So you're now our second married couple. <laughs> so I don't know, guys. You're going to have to see if this is an opportunity. <laughs> yeah. right? So married couples seem to get the most listens. So there you go. I'm just going to give you that little... That Hashtag little tidbit. Married. Hashtag married. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the first right. Instagram post. Yeah. <laughs> How is it going to work... And being married, how do you navigate that? I knew that? this question was coming. Well, come on. <laughs> you should have heard the other couple. Yeah. Well, I you mean, know, it's funny you asked that because I was thinking about this. And we quit our other jobs because one of the main reasons was, you know, he was traveling all the time. I was working all the time. And we hardly ever saw each other. Mm. And um, <laughs> now he went the other we way. have solved that problem. Yeah. Kyle's yeah. eyes just got a little larger. Yeah. My grandparents, who were married for about six, a little over 60 years, uh, my grandma used to say, and I, I know she didn't coin this expression, but for better or for worse, but not for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very right? interesting. Yeah. Right? You, yeah. you, you, might, you, really? you might take that. Yeah. 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 yeah, I like it. You definitely have to learn to respect each other's time, mm -hmm. you know. 
alone, I think. Each other's independent. <laughs> personal time. Or yeah. Personal time. Yeah, That's a nice way of time. saying yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I really, I think it's made our relationship stronger in different mm-hmm. ways that I don't think would have ever happened, you know, in, in our old lives. So. Can you give me an example? Well, I mean, we've had to work through quite a few things, you know, and we, one of the things is um, we had to learn how to work together, and we had different ways of working together. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, he was a scientist, his research and extremely organized, and I was a hair colorist, and I was just going at everything, and I was messy, and so uh, you can put that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was an adjustment. The, the, the culture in academia and yeah. pharmaceutical business drug development is different than a hair salon. Yeah, totally. So just even how you, your thoughts on how you interact yeah. with an employee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But if you don't get the science right, my hair is going to be yeah. green, <laughs> not brown. Yeah, so, I mean, I, you have a PhD. He has, there's Street an smarts. H in, there's an H in the, oh, yeah. did you hear that? Yeah. Street smuts. <laughs> did you say that? <laughs> so that, that East Coast Boston uh, accent brings me to like a number of shifts that you two have made, not just trying working together and obviously it's clear that you shifted industries but what about east coast to west coast how's how's that shift been i mean we're not going anywhere anytime soon <laughs> I love it, here. it doesn't snow yeah i mean i was born in buffalo new york and so people will say oh well you're used to it and then it's like well mm. it doesn't mean i like it when you're born into something you <laughs> right. don't know you have options right <laughs> it doesn't make the have most to of be it. this cold yeah totally. you ski and yeah. this and that and then you realize they're just California and then it's like oh well maybe I don't have to ski so much <laughs> yeah. and Mike you were actually born in Boston yeah I was born in Cape Cod Mass yeah oh mm-hmm. yeah yeah I'm not into the winters there at mm-hmm. all but I do miss the east coast sometimes we like having our what we say is like east coast credibility with yeah. respect to like humor and things yeah, like that exactly. which yeah. doesn't always translate over here but yeah. you find your people and yeah. Yeah, right. it works out it is <laughs> there are definitely differences. Well, I mean, I've been here so long now. When I go back east and someone says something, and I'm just like, oh. a little bit of West Coast. I was like, oh, do you know what you just said? <laughs> You've gotten a little soft. <laughs> I know, I'm softening up. Blood spinning. Right. <laughs> we just sent our first, I have two kids, but we just sent one to college, and she chose Pennsylvania because she's playing D1 water polo. Ooh. So it's she's getting that exposure now and noticing. Everyone dresses so preppy, Mom. Yeah. I haven't worn my overalls yet. <laughs> you know, her, like, beachy right, right. California vibe. She hasn't been brave enough to try it on yet. Going she, from Boston to San Francisco restaurants when you like, we would, like, dress up in the beginning. Oh. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, you can just wear, like, flip-flops. Yeah. <laughs> you came in that. Yeah. And your dog can be in here. Oh, yes. Yeah, Dogs exactly. everywhere. <laughs> So business is good enough that you're expanding. How do you find Marin for doing business? I mean, you said you liked your Marin people, but why? I feel like it has a little bit of an East Coast vibe to it here, <laughs> honestly. And I find people to be very down to earth and very easy to talk to here and kind of funny, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> even more so than San Francisco a little mm. bit. Yeah, and San Francisco, I mean, it's great, but everybody's kind of intense. Mm-hmm. And Marin, everyone's a little bit more laid back, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's easier to relate to them and trying to just to be yourself around them. And then you're not feeling like you're selling them, you know, because uh, you're just talking to them. I don't think I have, like, the perspective, right? I haven't opened a business here or there, but um, I feel like just in general, we surround ourselves with people that we can relate to and have shared values and somehow that got communicated 
out from the beginning and it's just working. We're like, it gives me the goosebumps to like mm-hmm. see like what's happening when we like had a, you know, these challenge events where we, people focus on their fitness goals and we just had an end of challenge party and people show up and they're thankful and they say nice things about us and we just mm-hmm. can't even express it. Amazing. It's, it's so they cool. do toast to us. Yeah. It's <laughs> a wonderful thing. Post about us and you know, just hearing the feedback makes it so yeah. worth it. Yeah. It's really amazing. Well, you two both have infectious personalities. I mean, it's not like either one of you is um, a wallflower here. I mean, I, <laughs> let's yes. just put it that way. I'm delighted to hear that you've found home here. Is there anything about being in Marin that that you've found difficult? I mean, not really, but there's always this underlying anxiety of, you know, maybe not being accepted as a queer married couple in Marin, but we've never come across anything. The anxiety has proven not to be necessary. Not based on Because we've met reality. so many great people and people have been so accepting. And then we've met so many great people from other diversities. Our membership is extremely diverse. I don't know if that is our personalities or the fact that we come from a minority ourselves. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think that answers your question. No, it it does. And I think that's an interesting angle to the subject of, you know, minority-owned businesses in a county that is 85% white. We interviewed another business um, that is LGBT certified from a national business organization. We listened to that podcast earlier. Oh, my God. That was so great. Charles was great. Yeah, that was amazing. I did a lot of research in college and in my master's program. Um, I, I actually, <laughs> you know, I run a, a real estate company now, but it was my fam- my grandpa's business. Before that, I thought I was you know, going to have a big television career one day. So I studied media and broadcasting, and my, I had to write a couple theses, one of, both of them about sort of the gay and lesbian rights movement mm-hmm. through 20, 25 years or so of, of press coverage from Stonewall to, at the time, it was the present, right? <laughs> 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 Which was a long time ago. We won't so, talk about what so it. like 69 to 89 when I was uh, writing it and um, super interesting because I had to sit down in the library with microfiche. Uh, Kalina's not even going to, oh. she's going to be like, what? No Lexus Nexus? <laughs> Kalina has a different career too. I'm hoping she's going to talk about that in a minute. Yes. She's been in career shifts, too. But uh, I, it, you know, it was always really interesting to look at newspaper coverage, even in terminology. You know, you used to read the homosexual community, yeah. right? Yeah. And then we went to gay, and then gay and lesbian, and then then the letters, and, right. and then, the plus. And then <laughs> the plus, and the Q, and do you use it or not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's great. Talk about inclusivity. Mm-hmm. But I think that back to what you said about the anxiety of acceptance or not, that anxiety runs through all of these minority-owned businesses, I think, that we've been talking about. And I can't generalize for anyone, but I feel like there's been a thread of that. It's great to be able to have a place to talk about it. Exactly. We've been really fortunate to have such honesty in our dialogue. I appreciate it from both of you, too. Well, it's founded in oppression and acts that have to happen to these people and us way back, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's prejudice, yeah. right? Totally. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's hard to shake that. Yes. It's so refreshing when <laughs> you're proven wrong and you, yeah. you have the courage, probably because we had you know supporting families that made you feel safe so you could have the courage to be your authentic self. 
was that ever in part of your conversation in opening a business is whether to or not? No. Just Mike and Kyle are opening a business. Yeah. Mike and I never even talked about whether we were going to you know, be openly LGBT business. Mm-hmm. Um, it just was assumed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then you... I don't know, behave that way or on our social media and our, in our welcome letter to members, it talks about our story as a married couple, blah, blah, blah. Then you're out. You're out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people, and I mean, you're out in your, <laughs> in your whole um, being. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's but then in doing that, it, having it being so well received is yeah. that's the, the joy. That, that's mm-hmm. the joy. And it's a joy for me too to learn about it from you. Yeah. However, 30 years ago, it would probably be. <laughs> You know, when we first came out. 21-year-old Kyle wasn't out. Yeah, no, (laughs) I know. But, I mean, you would probably have to make that decision. Are we going to, like, pretend we have girlfriends and wives as we open a business as business partners? Right. Are we going to be received better? Mm -hmm. In the country, that's that's a conversation you would have. I mean, some people did, some people didn't. Mm -hmm. um, But, yeah, it's amazing to have lived through those times to these times and to have see how you know there's so much negativity in the news see the progress that's happened over the years and so yeah well, the smile on your face is pretty good to yes. see too <laughs> yes both of you and and speaking of uh what to share and what not to share as business owners i mean forget heterosexual marriage or homosexual marriage or whatever word we want to put on it did you want to share that you were married well this is interesting because i sometimes say this is my partner mm-hmm which could be interpreted Construed married business, business mm-hmm. and um, that rubs Mike the wrong way. And um, yeah, um, there was a time where you know, with gay men, we, we would say, "This is my friend, this is my lover." Then it was my partner, mm-hmm. and then when we were finally able to get married, I think we, as you know, gay men, kind of struggled with using the word husband for a while. But I don't know. Well, it's confusing to me though because then there's the cis couples who went the other way; they go to partner. Partner. So I don't know what to say. <laughs> Husband. Yeah. <laughs> Husband's good. Mike's going to tell you. Yeah. I guess I just think about the the married part. I just wonder if, if it ever occurred to you to share or not share. No, again, we just assumed we would be our op- open about all parts of our life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I sometimes uh, find as a woman, and maybe this goes into a different area of, of prejudice, I don't feel like my marital status is something that needs to be discussed. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. In business settings i get that i can relate to that i yeah. think that's part of my partner husband thing it's probably yeah. subconscious mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah when i first came out i didn't think we were ever going to be allowed to get married and then for a long time then being part of that fight uh, in the early 2000s mm-hmm. and then when we were finally allowed and then we moved to san francisco and decided this is what we wanted to do and was it was so powerful Absolutely. To, to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm going to say it. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. I have um, every opportunity that presents itself, right? Yeah. Hashtag husbands. I, I love it. Yeah. Wait, wait. What was the other hashtag? Married. Oh, married. Yeah. <laughs> we have to make a list now so we don't miss any. Kyle doesn't mind it in the hashtags. <laughs> I wanted to talk a little bit just for a second. You chose to pivot from... Uh, hair colorist salon managing career and you chose to pivot from a phd i mean did your mother ever say like what the heck did you do with your oh, doctorate yeah. <laughs> yeah she's like you, you can't go back you know <laughs> how's that been amazing i mean i think we're in our 50s this happened when we were 50 mm. and you know my boss and people were like this is a midlife crisis and i like <laughs> well what is a midlife crisis it's you 
take time to pause and reflect and say, what do I want to do with however many years I have left? And am I spending enough time with my husband? Mm-hmm. And am I feeling like I'm of service to others? And all these things that were of value to me, and Michael has a similar story, and we knew we were better with projects together, and that's what we're doing, and it's mm. yeah. yeah. Well, and if 50's midlife, you better be running an F45 gym <laughs> to get to 100. Right, exactly. Good math. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. great. My mother was fine. It was my clients who were like, what the hell are you doing? Well, yeah. sure. That's abandonment. <laughs> of course, yeah. That's abandonment. Seriously. <laughs> like, did anybody try to hold on to you? I mean, honestly, I, I mean, I loved what I did, uh, but the, the chemicals from the hair color were really bothering my skin. Mm-hmm. And um, I, that was the originally we got the idea to do F45 is because, I don't know, my health was... Getting you was, out of that, yeah. Yeah. It was starting to be really apparent, like the ammonia, the bleach, and everything being around it all the time was mm-hmm. you know, affecting my breathing, affecting my skin. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Stephanie mentioned that I recently went through a kind of a similar career shift. I graduated in 2020, pandemic class um, from law school. Uh-huh. And I was in Hawaii, and I had to move back. I didn't know what was going to happen. Was the bar going to even go down? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to come back with my family. And as the pandemic kind of progressed, I had to kind of move on with my life. But life kind of found Stephanie and I together. Speaking of partners in a different way. Right. I actually got hired on the real estate arm of her business. And uh, it was happenstance that her demo for this podcast was due. And I graduated from TAM High School in Mill Valley. And I participated in a documentary film program. So it was my last Marin reference to anything on my resume. And I remember before I sent it to her, I'm like... It was like 11 11 or 12 years ago. It wasn't like she graduated from high school five seconds ago. I was like looking at my resume and I was like, oh you know anchors me in Marin it's the only thing that anchors me in Marin because I left as a kid and went and lived in Hawaii for the last 10 years mm-hmm. should I delete it should I take it off and I just send it to her with it on <laughs> so the first week she's like all this is great law school is great but I see you have Adobe and you know how to <laughs> edit can you help me with this awesome. demo and it kind of blossomed into that but when I was listening about your story it resonated with me of that anxiety obviously now you have a fond memory of the triumphs and things but they're not fond when you're going through them mm-hmm. right and like the anxiety of stepping away from stability, stepping away from things that you know you're good at. I'm like, am I going to walk away from all the things that I've built up to stand on and have to learn something new? And yes, it's been super refreshing. I mean, the podcast, the creative arm to work with Stephanie and have this mentorship. But in the moment, I mean, I had her number sitting on my (laughs) desk for like, weeks maybe months before i kind of mustered up the courage to contact well and the reverse her. is true i had your number also <laughs> and it was moving into the holidays and i was you know who starts a job at christmas yeah and i didn't know if the administrative work around a real estate management business would be stimulating enough for someone a young person right. frankly yeah. and then this opportunity to do a podcast with a, a grant and then some gifting of some of my time came up and I thought, I can do it myself. And then, I went, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and my daughter was at Tam High School at the time in the very same program. Oh. Um, 
where they study English history and documentary film. And she had to do her own editing. And she, I mean, it did, took me about a half of a negative second to know that there was no way I was going home to get editing help. <laughs> and she kept saying, oh, you can learn it, Mom. Maybe. <laughs> And and so on Kalina's resume when when you know we have a mutual friend which is how we we both kept being told that we should contact the other I I saw the Adobe and I just thought okay that that's what we need to do right now nice. and we can figure um, everything else out later frankly the mentorship goes both ways I think it's really um, quite valuable to have a mentor who's younger than you also I think that's great. And she never thought I was going to stick a microphone in her face. Oh, no. This, this was my worst nightmare. Oh, well, we're glad you found each other. It looks yeah, like you guys are a dynamic yeah. duo. Such a great I mean, dynamic. I did traffic reports on the news uh, in San Francisco in the 90s okay. and thought that Katie Couric's chair was mine. <laughs> turns out only one person gets to sit in that chair at a time, and they, and they tend to stay... Yeah. And and it's fine. I, I don't think I would have wanted to be sitting next to that other guy. So yeah, yeah um, right. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. But let's see. So if I walk in and I want to take a class, tell me why I should do that. What I think makes us unique is that we mimic a personal training experience in a group setting. Mm. So there's two personal trainers in each class. Oh. And so basically, uh, the technology allows for the workout to be on the monitors. And uh, at the beginning of a class, one of the trainers is going to explain the rotation of the workout. And then the other trainer is going to demonstrate every single exercise. And then there's a brief warm-up. You're assigned a station. We, if you're brand new, we put you with somebody who uh, knows where they're going. And Meaning another client? Another that knows, client oh, that knows where they're nice going. Oh, that's nice, too. Yeah, because yeah, we're always introducing people bringing people together. That's fun. And people, yeah, people embrace it. It's great. Well, and it's accessible to all fitness yeah. levels. Mm -hmm. So you'll have like a young athlete working out with a 70-year-old man who has mm -hmm. a knee replacement and they're doing the same workout. The coaches are there to provide the kind of coaching mm -hmm. to make the workout adaptable the to each the, of them. The F, put the F in the 45. Yeah. <laughs> and yet they can be friends and mentor each other. And that's how this community builds. They're doing the same workout, but they're having, you know, they're very different. And then we're re totally results driven. So this is like not a box gym where you walk in and just kind of look at your phone and lift some weights. Um, if you want, we're like talking about your goals. We're doing body composition scans. We're holding you accountable and um, people see results. So the workouts work. You have to do the nutrition side too. I saw you mm -hmm. had a service though, a, a company that will, you yep. can purchase meals. meals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a really nice component. Yep. Yeah. But people see results. We just had our last like eight week challenge and like several of the women lost nine to 15 pounds of fat and built muscle at the same time. So it's, if you want to do it, you can do it. So you're, you're managing, it's not just the number on the scale, you're looking at the breakdown of those numbers. Right. The, the total weight could stay the same and mm -hmm. you could have just shifted fat to muscle. We're looking for overall health. And it's great to see the generations, like bringing the generations together and introducing it. At the end of the class, when you do a big Instagram photo and you know, people who are older hanging out with it, like, and some of them know each other from, like, this is my sister's daughter's best friend that well, they're working out with. No, I, right? I yeah. saw some of those photos on yeah. your Instagram when I was doing my homework, and I was moved by the age range. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and there's lots of guys, too. <laughs> like, That's great. The guys really love it, and couples Mm. Really a lot of families it. A lot do it together. Families come do it together, and oh, that's yeah, fun. It's great yep. to see for a couple who did not 
grow up here, the fact that you're building community here at such a fast rate and that you're already expanding in two years, is, it's quite, um, congratulations. Yes. Oh, I mean, thank you so much. What a, what a success story. Yeah. I love that. So let's see, why don't you tell us where people can find you? On the web, it's f45training.com forward slash San Rafael and we forward slash Nevado soon. Yes. Um, Instagram, F45 underscore training underscore San Rafael, Texas. And we're in the Montecito Plaza in San Rafael. Yes, Um, easy to find that. The music booming. Yeah. 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 DJs on Saturday classes, so much fun. Mike and Kyle, really, it has been a pleasure to visit. We met you a few weeks ago at a, at a business showcase, and we're just delighted to have an opportunity to get to know you a little bit better. Yes. We had Definitely. so much fun. This has nice been great. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very it. much. Remember, you can try a class at F45 in San Rafael's Montecito Plaza. We also invite you to try us by joining the conversation. How about calling us with your ideas or thoughts on our episodes? We will take your calls at 415-847-2539 or send an email to weareonemarinpodcast at gmail.com. I really do hope to hear from you. The Marin Community Foundation generously sponsors this podcast. Our theme music is performed by a student at Enriching Lives Through Music. Elm is in San Rafael's Canal Neighborhood. Finally, a reminder to support diverse local businesses and shop Marin. <laughs>